everyone and welcome to In Conversation, a video series from Shift. Today our video partner is Toby Agency and we're going to be talking about the rise of video podcasting. Our guest today is Jared Sanders. He is the creative director and co-founder of Toby Agency. Hello Jared and welcome. Hello. How's it going? Awesome. Nice to see you. Thank you for being here. You too. Yeah, super pumped to be here. Uh, really excited about this. I'm um, loving what you guys are doing, what you stand for, and yeah, just really excited to talk, Thank especially you so about much. video podcasting. So, I yeah, know, I'm pumped. so excited. I, I, this is a totally new uh, kind of discussion topic for me, so I'm super excited to jump in. I'd love if you could start by just introducing us to yourself a little bit and introducing us to Toby Agency and really high level what, what you guys do. Cool. Um, yeah, so my name's Jared, like you said, so <laughs> get that out of the way. Um, Toby Agency, we are by definition uh, a content marketing agency, but um, we dabble in a lot of creative. And as time has gone on, we've continued to build on that creative. So, uh, you know, what started out as, you know, things like small videos, like normal about us type videos and, you know, small like corporate style videos and a lot of blog posts turned into what we do now, which is what I think we're here to talk about today, which is the video podcasting. So we'll get into that in a few minutes. But yeah, by definition, we focus on marketing, creative, sales, and um, technology. Uh, I say that kind of like that, but we, we have a small sector that focuses on technology because we are a HubSpot agency partner. So we are kind of built um, on the backbone of, of HubSpot technology. Um, so we do, we do service that as well. But um, we hit all corners of content marketing in general, um, from written to uh, visual and uh, now audio because of obviously we, we're going to talk about podcasting. Yeah. Um, we do not specialize in like a specific vertical. So we are kind of open-minded when it comes to that. We don't have, I know a lot of agencies kind of kind of hone in on their verticals, but we feel like our services fit a wide variety and myriad of types of businesses. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like Toby Agency in a nutshell. Right. That makes perfect sense. So jumping into uh, the, the big question and the, the focus of, of today's conversation is this idea of video podcasting. Um, until we spoke, that is a phrase I had never heard before. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm behind <laughs> the ball. Maybe I am not keeping up with the times, but at its highest level, what sure. is video podcasting? What does that term mean? Yeah. So I think video podcasting is definitely nothing new. We didn't, we definitely did not create a couple words uh, and mash them together. Video podcasting has actually been around for quite some time. Um, if anybody's a fan of Joe Rogan or any of these really, really large uh, A plus celebrity podcasts, chances are they're going to have video associated with them. Um, so we kind of stumbled into podcasting uh, early on in the agency realm because um, we needed to build content for ourselves. So we were like, okay, what's the fastest way that we can build content um, without having to hire a ton of people like blog writers or, um, you know, other video creatives to help us with our work uh, or even just people who are podcasters or people, audio engineers who could help us like build our podcast. So we decided like, well, what if we took this concept of similar to like what Joe Rogan and Gary Vee and these large um, like I don't want to say not, not necessarily celebrities, but like more public figures that have large platforms. Um, what if we took that and brought it to ourselves and we could test it and see, you know, is this a good way one to get great content out there? Does anybody even care what we're saying? You know, those kind of things. Right. 
So we started early on. Uh, we, we created just an audio podcast first and we're like, huh, this is a really good idea for us to get what we want to provide as an agency out. Um, we can also have guests on that want to, you know, kind of fill in their thoughts. Maybe they have experience with our other agencies. Maybe they're very specific in a certain area. Um, so we had like people from HubSpot on early on in our, uh, in our very early stages podcast and between shoot like running a regular podcast which is just audio and then filming it at the same time we were like wow we can actually almost double sometimes triple the amount of content that we're producing out of one go and just like what we're doing right now it's going to take an hour of our time but what you get on the back end of it is is evergreen and um you know obviously based on the topics and things like that but it has such a long lifespan so that's kind of like where we started stumbling in to this video podcast realm Right, um, And then we can go into more of like what that looks like as we break it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to start in the distribution plan, which maybe cool. is kind of backwards. Cool. backwards. It's maybe yeah, backwards. No, we usually get it the other way, so I love this. Well, this is cool. I, because I, I feel like the, the production is probably the thing that has changed the most right now, sure, where sure. distribution maybe hasn't so much, sure. uh, but maybe I'm wrong about that. But in terms of when you're... I guess when you're um, conceptualizing a, a video podcast and you're probably thinking ahead to the different pieces of content you're going to put on the different platforms, yep. are all things created equal, meaning um, the place where the video is eventually going to live versus the place where the audio is eventually going to live sure. versus however many different platforms you put that on, um, are those all top of mind for you when you're producing or is it mostly video content or mostly audio content that just so happens to have some other uh, benefits tacked onto it? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a really great question. And just to maybe take a step back. So um, we're a marketing agency first um, by definition. Um, we like to think of ourselves as creative marketers. But everything that we do, whether it's, again, like a a one or two minute video, or if it's an hour long podcast, we always think about, okay, where does this live? What purpose is it serving? So there's always the why before the how. Yeah. Um, So we think about that as we're strategizing that. And we actually take most of the distribution thought process in the beginning of our pre-production. So we, we take a typical film production pipeline, I guess you would say, we use a film, typical film production pipeline where we do pre-production, then we go into production where we're actually shooting the thing or recording it. Then we do post-production where all the editorial happens and then we do distribution. So we're doing a very similar model that you would get out of a TV studio or a commercial house or a feature film. Um, And again, they think of the same thing, right? Like a a studio is always going to think about the marketing way before they even start to cut the trailer, things like that. So we think about it in the same realm. Um, So going into your idea of distribution, all things are not created equal. And we do take that into account. Um, We have a very specific process and we, I don't know if we coined this phrase, but we use this phrase called micro content. Mm. And that's essentially all of the content that we're going to get outside of the, if we're shooting a video podcast, for instance, let's say it's a half an hour long out of that half an hour video and audio, we're going to get several pieces of what we call micro content out of it. Right. And we format those specifically. 
we build very specific assets for them. Um, you know, if it's going to go on YouTube, it's going to have a very different call to action than it's going to have if it lives on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook. So we take all that in consideration along with, oh, it has to look different because each one of these platforms now has a different aspect ratio. There's a very technical side to it. Um, so all things are definitely not created equally. And even though you can use the same piece of content to go across multiple platforms, we still try to fit it in the form factor that it belongs in right. because people that go on Instagram aren't the same people that are going on YouTube. They may be the same person that are actually opening up the accounts and looking at these apps, but they're not there for the same reasons. If that right. makes sense. That makes perfect sense. And I'm going backwards a little bit here, but sure. it just kind of sparked a, another question around, um, obviously you're, you're a full service marketing agency. So video podcasting is uh, one piece of what you do when you do a lot of other things for a lot of other people. Do you find going back to the, the question about verticals and the types of, of industries that you work in, do you find that the video podcasting format works best for a particular type of brand or someone in a particular industry or can you make it work for anybody? Yeah. So I, w I would love to say we can make it work for anybody, but that's not the case, right? You can't go after every fish. Yeah. Um, I will say that most of the time, yes, it can work for everybody. It really, now this is going back to put, putting on my marketing hat. This is yeah. what are the goals of this media, right? So if we're using it to create, and this is super marketing nerdy type stuff, if we're using it to create like top of the funnel content so that we just need to get people to our website, then yes, by means, anybody can do this because you're going to create an attraction. You're going to be on every platform you could possibly be. You're going to have several pieces of content to drive back. This can work in email. It, it's, it's like endless of where all these pieces of content can fit. And you can always have a call to, to action. Hey, if you're really interested in what we just said in this right. snippet, come check out our website and we can tell you more. Right. So if that's the case, then yes, it could fit everybody. When it gets down to middle of the funnel, maybe bottle of the funnel type conversion content, we have very specific strategies that we'll use for this content. Um, and that's where we have to get really, really creative. Not just creative as in like your normal creative direction, but creative in the marketing sense to where yeah. we need to tailor fit it to the product or the service that this client is offering. Right. So that's why as long as there's an audience. A, exactly. And there's always an audience, right? Yeah. And the thing that we always tell our clients and uh, you know, obviously sometimes this does work. We're not going to be the next Joe Rogan, right? This podcast <laughs> is not going to be the next, you know, hot celebrity podcast. We're not yeah. competing for that. That's not what we want anyway. Right. We have very specific um, strategies that we're executing. And this is like just a really good catalyst to, to build all this content. Yeah. So we started at the end with distribution. I'm going to go sure. back and out of the beginning to uh, pre-production and production. So I imagine, uh, you know, a client or a customer comes to you and says, Hey, I want to do this. Or maybe you propose it as part of a, a larger marketing plan. Um, and, and we're going to talk now kind of pre-COVID um, in more sure. of a normal workflow. And then we'll talk maybe about how those things have changed recently. But before all of this, when you could be on set and you could travel and you could be in groups, what did the actual video podcast production look like? Yeah. Um, so we normally do like a two to four week pre-production. Um, once we, let's say we have a client that's interested or maybe they've already signed with us because like you said, they're in a bigger marketing plan and this is part of that bigger marketing strategy. 
Um, we spend that two to four weeks building out a traditional treatment deck. So if anybody out there is listening or watching, a treatment deck is basically a pitch deck that a ad agency might put together to pitch, um, you know, a car commercial or an Apple product commercial or anything you've seen on TV probably had a, a treatment deck. We put this together because this gives us almost like a playbook that we can follow when we start to build our list of guests that we need to interview on this particular podcast. What is the environment going to look like when we're going to shoot it? We take all of this into consideration inside of this treatment deck. We also go down to the point where like we build out comps and mock-ups of what the post-production process is going to mm. look like so that they can, a lot of the times the clients have no idea, you know, what most of this stuff looks like. Maybe they're not familiar with video work. Maybe they're not familiar with these platforms um, with how video podcasting can look on YouTube or Instagram or, or LinkedIn. So we'll build out mock-ups of what it looks like ahead of time so that they can at least feel comfortable to understand what they're getting as a deliverable. Um, and inside of the treatment deck, we go through the schedule, we go through the storyline, what each podcast episode could potentially look like. We pitch, you know, several ideas of titles of the actual podcast itself. We pitch several ideas of episodes. We usually have a fixed amount of episodes that we've already agreed upon. Um, and we usually find, I would say that anywhere between four to 12-ish in that range is a really good range to start with. That way you can have some momentum growing. Um, so we'll build all that out in the treatment deck. We'll build out the production schedule or um, at least a temporary production schedule right. of what it might look like. Um, so this, this treatment deck, like I said, is kind of like a Bible of what we're going to execute in production, post-production and further. Yeah. And then when you actually get into filming and it's, you know, it's, it's production day, um, there's so many questions here. I guess the first question is just how do you do it? Where, where do you go? Is it inside the client's office? Do you guys have a studio? Do, do they all look different? So I guess just take me through the, yeah. the production process. Sure. So again, in pre-production, we've already determined location. We've already determined what the look is going to be like, a potential set option, set dressing, things like that. Um, some lighting, because obviously each company has its own DNA. They have their own culture that they need to follow. They have their own very specific branding. So we try to take all of that into account to make sure that it feels like it's something that they're producing on their own as a yeah. media company. So we will shoot it. We have a studio that we can shoot it in. So if the client is local and they're able to come to us or they want to, they're willing to fly to us, then we're, yeah. we're, we will host them in our studio. Um, we'll, we'll talk about production days in just a second, because yeah. we are talking about a lot of content. Um, if, if the client has a great office location, then, you know, that's obviously a win because it has all their branding. Usually there's other people walking around the office that we can probably get in some B-roll, you know, there's just all kinds of cool stuff that can kind of like expand from that if we're able to go on location with them. Um, and then if it has a very specific look, we'll rent a location. So if they need it to look like a kitchen or if they need it to look, um, you know, like a very specific type of meeting room, we'll, we'll rent that location to, to execute production. Um, and then as far as production, because we're talking about a lot of episodes and most of the time, even though we say we're going to record a 30 minute episode, anybody that that's done any type of production will know that that's probably not going to happen in 30 minutes. No. So we schedule, <laughs> we usually block out about a week for production and we give the client, you know, a choice of three or four days that they can, they're able to film on. Um, and we kind of lock them down with us for those, you know, three, four days or however many days long we've booked. 
and we knock out an entire season in mm. one step. So it's very similar to how um, a TV show would be filmed over so many months, and then it's all it all goes to editorial, then eventually it, it releases. It's the same thing. There's no way we could keep up with the amount of content. And it's, it's also not fair to the client to ask them, hey, we got to record next week again. Hey, we got to record right. next week again. It just doesn't work that way. So right. we try to block these things out in uh, larger chunks to go ahead and knock production out. And then just from a production standpoint, it makes things easier. Like we only have to light the set once. We have the location for X amount of days. Maybe we only have guests for a certain amount of time slots and days. Um, so that's kind of like how we think about the production process. Right. And, and switching gears now into sure. the, the, the world we find ourselves in today. And obviously pretty much everything you just described is uh, no longer possible. So <laughs> right. there is no traveling. We can't really be on set. You can't have four days of production. You can't rent out a location. Right. Um, are you still finding ways to produce this content remotely or have you just kind of put it on pause for the time being? no no in fact i think now we've actually ramped up more wow um because we are able to streamline a lot of the headaches of production so production's amazing and of course if we can get people on location with you know 4k cameras and professional lighting and hair and makeup and craft services and all the fun yeah. stuff that happens in production we're going to go for that nine times out of ten just because it, it's the best possible product out of it but the downside of that is now we're, now we're blocked out for a week. And if we need to multiply our team, we have to think about that. If we, if we you know, overbook or if we need to book multiple locations. So there's a whole other side of production that can be kind of ugly, right? Right. Um, so the, the crazy thing that's happened now is we've um, we found that our clients that are either on board with us or interested, have been interested in coming on board, are now really able to jump at this because... We still execute pre-production the exact same way. We still execute post-production and distribution the exact same way. The difference is we give the production rings and, and the, the reins to the client. So mm. now what kind of like what we're doing right now, yeah. where we're doing this over video conferencing, we give that ability to our clients um, to do on their own. And they can have a little bit more freedom of schedule. They don't have to fly anywhere. It makes it a little bit easier. Um, obviously the end product from a visual standpoint may not be as high quality, but that's okay because of the environment we're living in. The playing field has been pretty leveled out. Right. So, yeah. um, I think that right now it actually has given a lot more confidence to clients that maybe were scared of the production piece. Cause if you've never been into it, it can be a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, and they're used to talking on, you know, zoom and Skype and video conferencing platforms. So, I think that's, it gives them a little bit more uh, comfort zone area that they can work in. Um, it also gives our scheduling with the guests a lot easier because now, again, we don't have to align so many different pieces to be at one spot at one time. We can do this over multiple locations, multiple time zones, and it becomes a little bit more easy uh, yeah. and a lot more freedom. Um, yeah. The post-production process is probably the thing that's changed the most. And that is in the sense of now we're spending a lot more time creating uh, branded assets to mm. kind of beef up the video chat to make it look really presentable, to make it look really branded, to add some flair to it. So that's probably the part that's become a little bit more robust. Um, but with that being said, I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think we've, we haven't really skipped a beat. If you can imagine um, long-term kind of into the future, 
uh, the, the future of, this is such a big question, the future of marketing. <laughs> Look into your crystal ball and tell me what the future of marketing is. But, but more specifically in this specific uh, instance of video podcasting, the rise of video content, audio content, um, micro content, as you, as you describe it, um, before COVID, I would argue that those things were already on the rise and, and perhaps this just kind of gave them a boost to, to that next step. But do you see the, the face of digital marketing fundamentally changing in the next six, eight, 12 months? Are we in a new era right now or, um, or is everything kind of eventually going to go back to whatever it was a year ago? Yeah. So one, I don't think every, I don't think anything is going to go back to the way it was six months ago. Um, just based on human interaction, things have, are going to change fundamentally. Right. So I do think the way that marketing shifts as it does all the time is going to change. Um, and I think the stories that you can tell through video, whether it's live, which is, you know, obviously a platform that's on the rise more than ever, right. um, whether it's a podcast. I think these formats are going to just lend themselves to be, um, you know, in the number one position slot, kind of like the key players, because you can tell the human story that we all are going to miss so much because we don't have the human interaction. So as a big fan of podcasts, uh, it's not only am I a member, but I'm also, no. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I listen to a ton of podcasts, probably way more than most people do, but I might uh, fight you on that because oh, I also right. listen to more, battle. but yes, Let's do it. I agree. <laughs> but, and you can actually probably agree with this. If you listen to a podcast after a certain amount of time, you really feel like you know the people that you're listening oh, yeah. to. Yeah. You're like, man, I could just, I could just like text this, this person and just like, like they would recognize me if I walked down the street or it, something, which is exactly, ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so crazy. Right. But, um, I just think there's this deep level and, you know, obviously with video, you can put a face to, to the voice, you know, right. which is, you know, the old radio to TV thing. Right. Um, I just think that with podcasting in general, you can go so deep on a subject and you can get so in depth into what, you know, people's needs are that, I, it's just the perfect platform to to really connect with your audience. And that's where branding is going. That's where, you know, obviously a lot of this marketing is going. Um, the old school days of, you know, the the direct mailer had changed to digital. And even now digital is morphing into this more human element. More, most people know what they want to buy before they even go to the website to buy it, or they know they're already going to buy it before they buy it. Right. So yeah when you create a connection with your audience in a deeper level um, using these, these formats, it's just going to help like resonate your brand. And again, because the world is so flat now, as far as I'm not, I'm not on the flat earth thing. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to throw took that a left, we took a left turn there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Somewhere. I was just thinking about that, but the, because the world is so flat because of technology, meaning anybody can do pretty much anything. Right. Right. Um, the only leg up you have on competition is your brand and that's your voice. And it's kind of like going back to the old school handshake mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe even like the old school chamber of commerce type days where the person you're meeting on the other side of the video, you're going to relate a lot better. Um, and, you know, we, we've used video 
in sales. And I'm sure, I think you, I think you may have talked about that on another episode, but yeah, you know, that's a, that's a huge uprise right there where it's, it's starting to really take shape where people are like, Oh wow, this person actually took the time to shoot a video to send it to me. And it's personalized. It doesn't feel like a cold email. Right. So as, as we move forward, I think that that's the, the shift in marketing key keyword for the brand shift Thank in you. marketing. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, shout out shift. <laughs> the, um, that's where I think that's where the shift in marketing is really going to happen is just, yeah. we're not going to have as much human interaction face to face in person physically. Right. So I think by having these alternative methods and not really alternative anymore, but these other methods to deliver this message that you have for your brand, um, I think th it's just going to be more relevant and, and yeah. podcasting as a platform is just going to continue to grow over year after year. Yeah. The, the last question I want to get into with you before we, uh, before we wrap up is around um, your own marketing strategies. So we can all kind of talk in the abstract about our clients and our brands and here's what we do for other people to make sure that they are staying relevant and that they are, are finding their customers. But you're in the same position. So uh, at Toby Agency, totally. you're looking for customers and clients and you're marketing your, yourself in, in a million different ways. So... Um, I'd love if you could get, get into a little bit your own internal marketing strategy, especially now when yeah. maybe you can't be in person anymore, you can't go to meetings anymore, you can't pitch the way you used to anymore. Um, what does your marketing look like right now? Yeah, so we are big believers in practice what we preach. Um, we test everything on ourselves. So at the top of the episode, I talked about how we built a podcast for ourselves just to see if it was a format that's going to work, if it's, you know, even any good to continue trying out. Um, so we, we practice what we preach. Um, and recently we launched our second season of our marketing centric focus podcast, which is called lights camera grow. Um, and we actually had slated it to shoot in March and we were going to sit down just like normal Andrew and myself, we were going to line up some guests we were going to shoot it and just talk about the current state of podcasting and marketing and video and things like that, like we normally would. Yeah. Um, and obviously that got accelerated. We still shot it in March, but we did it just like this. We did it uh, via Zoom. Yeah. Um, and we focused it, we shifted the game plan on the strategy for the series. So we went from the original strategy that we had, that we had to what does this look like now? Mm -hmm. um, meaning like, how important it, it's almost a mirror of kind of like what we had talked about in this conversation uh, a little bit more in depth, but we talked about the big changes that are going to happen because of what was happening at the early stages of COVID not really knowing what was going to happen, but we knew fundamentally that like, Hey, if you're not on the video train, right. um, then, you know, things you're going to get left behind very quickly. Yeah. So we did a five episode series of that and we deep, we, took a deep dive into exactly what things look like before, what things look like right now and what things could look like in the future. Um, so definitely if you're interested in what we've been talking about, I, I definitely suggest you check it out. Um, we built that podcast. So then we could go out and show like, Hey, look, we built it on ourselves. We've tested it on ourselves. Not only do we have a great case study, but this is like the truth. This is like what's happening. And now we have, we have content out there that's, you know, flying around the internet um, we have a pillar page that we've built, built off video podcasting. We also use that. That's also another, um, uh, strategy that we built for our clients. So we do everything that we always pitch to our clients. We kind right. of test it on ourselves. Right. Um, but we focused more recently 
on kind of double and tripling down on like, oh, we need to build more content about this current trend so that, you know, at least we can position ourselves as thought leaders more and more. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are, uh, we're right there with you. We're, we're on the same track where we're all asking these questions to our friends and to our colleagues yep. and to our spouses and uh, let's just kind of bring it out and, and talk yeah. about it in public because we all have these questions. We don't totally. all have the answers and I don't expect anybody to have any of the answers, but just right. to have a conversation about it. Um, maybe you'll spark an idea. Maybe it'll make you think of something and, and uh, maybe you'll have some, some new piece of content come out of it, which is, which is the hope. Um, I, w- I want to thank you so much for taking the time, Jared, for joining us. Um, again, video podcasting is is a word I had never heard of, and you introduced me to it. Even if you didn't awesome. point it, you did introduce me to it. So now I, I feel like I'm going to start seeing it everywhere. Um, I, I think it's really fascinating what you guys are doing. So thank you for, for joining us, and hopefully uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, sounds great. Thank you so much for having us. Um, love just real quick shout out to you guys. Love what you guys are about. Love the series that you're doing. Uh, really looking forward to to seeing this episode and then all the other episodes that come out. Thanks. Thank again. you so much. Talk to you later. Cool.